so hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. Uh, we're here with Wave Break. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. Uh, what inspired you to start the band? Um, well, for a while before I started Wave Break, I was doing a lot of solo stuff um, as pretty much a solo project for several years before, when I was in high school and in college. Um, I remember at one point the music I started writing started getting like more and more energetic and kind of pop punky. So I was like, maybe, maybe, maybe I need to take this in a different direction. Maybe I need to make this into like a full on like band instead of like a singer songwriter kind of uh, solo project. So, um, yeah. but yeah, it kind of just evolved that way. Um, switching from being solo to doing the full on band thing. So. Okay. Cool, cool. So, <laughs> what would you say your writing process is like? Uh, for Wave Break, most of the time it's most of the time it's different every time. A lot of the time, I'll uh, come up with the skeleton of a song. I'll write the lyrics and the chords and the melodies and all that for like uh, the whole skeleton of a song, mm -hmm. uh, and then I'll bring it to the rest of the band um, to write the other parts. And then we'll go into the studio and kind of flesh it out and record it for real. Okay. Um, other times we'll kind of just jam and come up with like an instrumental um, all together and then mm -hmm. I'll take it home and then write lyrics and melodies and, and all that on top of it. Um, oh. Yeah. So out of breath was written that second way with writing the instrumental and then putting vocals on top of it. So okay different every time but a lot of the times it starts with like like a skeleton with like the vocals and the chords and then we layer everything else on top of it okay, okay. wow cool cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome oh <laughs> uh what was the first song you guys wrote as a band um i think the first wave break song that was ever written was if you were awake because that was written like all the way back in like 2014 before it was even a thing mm -hmm. uh, i think the first one that came together as a band was i think it was plaster city uh, yeah so that one is one of my favorites that that's out currently um so that's kind of kind of cool that the first one that came out came out so strong but uh but yeah, that I think that was the first one. Oh, it's a very good first song, honestly. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, what song are you most proud of, if you have one? Um, I'm proud of all of them for different reasons. Um, honestly, I think out of, like I said, I think the one that is my favorite that's currently out is Classic City. But the mm -hmm. one that I'm most proud of, I think, is some of the new stuff that uh, we're writing now, there are one or two songs in particular that are one of a couple of my favorite songs, actually, um, not just in Wave Break, but just in general. So I'm kind of really proud of those and really looking forward to finally being able to put those out. But, but yeah, I think Plaster City is definitely up there, but the new stuff is definitely up there as well. Yeah. Yeah. We're excited. Cool. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So what does the name Wave Break mean? <laughs> is there like a cool story behind it? Or? 
Yeah, I think it kind of started off like a lot of other bands where like we're just kind of like throwing around words and phrases trying to come up with something to call ourselves. That's kind of how mm-hmm. we were approaching it, just throwing out names. Um, eventually, one name led to another, and then we came up with Wave Break. Um, that one kind of stuck, not only because it didn't really seem like anyone else was using it, but because um, we felt like it had some kind of meaning to it in the sense um, like wave break could mean like overcoming adversity. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you think, of, if you think of it this way, like a wave break is something that breaks a wave and causes it to, you know, cause it, cause it to dissipate and stop. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if you think of like the wave meaning adversity, then you're like, if you're the wave break, then you're like overcoming it. So I don't know, it's kind of like a stretch, but we kind of felt like, we kind of felt like it had some kind of meaning like that. And we felt like it was, it was appropriate. So yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's really cool though. Yeah. yeah I, I really like, I really, really like that one. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we really tried to, to make the explanation work for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it fits instead of it's like, oh, we just thought it was cool. That was it. Yeah, it was kind of half that and then half being like, wait, maybe this actually does like have a meaning and maybe it does actually kind of mean something to us. Yeah. And fit for us. So, So, yeah, that stuck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what bands have you have you been listening to lately, like in the quarantine and all that kind of? I've actually been listening to a lot of um, Eat Your Heart Out lately. Um, Mm -hmm. There's just something about them that is very nostalgic for, like, in terms of all the music that I grew up listening to, like, like Paramore and and, um, Fall Out Boy and all those kinds of, all of the other kinds of bands. Um, Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's fresh because they're a newer band. Um, there's just something about them that has been helping me like really work on my lyrics lately. Um, Cause whenever I listen to their new album, it kind of puts me in the right place for writing lyrics and writing a new song. So I've been listening to a lot of them. Um, but other than that, I've also been listening to some other smaller bands like Glacier Veins, um, Sleep On It, mm. Atlantic, In Her Own mm. Words. So Mostly smaller bands lately, um, but there's a whole bunch of different ones. But eat your eat your heart out is like a big one lately. So awesome! Stan Atlantic's really good. So Stan Atlantic is good. Yeah. definitely. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna, <laughs> yeah, we're, gonna, we're gonna get into this later in the interview, but I want to ask now since you brought it up: Are you guys inspired by Paramore like in any way? Would yeah. You, actually, okay. Um, Definitely inspired by, like, earlier Paramore, which sounds kind of stereotypical to say, considering, like, a lot of female-fronted bands get compared to them. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie and say that we're not inspired them, to them, inspired by them, because, like, they were, like, one of the bands that I, in particular, grew up listening to a lot of when I was younger. Yeah. Um, but I do hope that, like, with all of the other influences that we have, to mix in with that it kind of gives us a little bit of a different sound compared to them mm-hmm. so they're definitely an influence of ours but um i definitely would not say the only one 
right. Yeah. Because I I heard it on your newest single, like, very heavily. I heard the Paramore influence, like, Riot era. Mm -hmm. Which isn't bad. Yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. Because it sounded really good. Yeah. So... I'll yeah, always yeah. take I'll always take uh, music that sounds like Riot era Paramore, so. Yeah, yeah, that's probably one of my favorite albums of theirs. Uh, Riot's definitely up there. Okay. Um, but yeah, some of uh, our our current stuff that's out, I feel like definitely has that kind of sound. Mm-hmm. I think some of the newer stuff goes in a little bit of a different direction towards that. It sounds a little bit different toward compared to the stuff we have out now, but. But yeah, what we have on now, I, I definitely see how um, how that can remind people of Paramore. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, so are you working on any new projects while you're stuck at home? Um, I'm mainly just working on trying to finish writing our new EP and demoing things out before we start um, going into the studio uh, to record uh, <laughs> the, the real thing. Um yeah. But other than that, I've pretty much just been working because I'm still I'm still working because I work at a digital marketing agency and I'm able to work remote, um, which I'm very, very thankful for. Um, Mm -hmm. But I have been doing a lot of that um, working full time. And then whenever I have uh, a free moment after I'm done working, I'll like go into songwriting mode and start trying to flesh out some of the new songs. But. I've been trying to take it easy just because I'm trying not to stress myself out too much with everything else that's going on, but um, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Cool. Looking forward to the new EP, definitely. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I can't wait to have that finally done. I don't know what that means for releasing it with everything that's going on with the pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know... Uh, you know, like I would, I would prefer, if possible, to be able to tour to support it. But we'll we'll have to see how things play out to see if we're able to do that. So, yeah. all the bands are kind of uncertain right now, just like what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, yeah. Looks like there's no like end in sight right now. It kind of sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wish we all knew when this was going to end, but unfortunately, that's not the case. So we got to yeah. do with whatever with however way we can. Yep. Yeah. Just rolling with the punches right now. Yeah, definitely. So, apart from music and working, how else have you been staying busy during quarantine? Um, I mean, I've been doing a lot of resting and binging on a lot of, um, like, Netflix and other TV shows with my boyfriend. Oh, um, wait, what are you watching? Right now, we're, we're watching a lot of Futurama. <laughs> Ooh, okay, all right. Yeah. Um, recently though, we spent like an entire like month or two, like watching through the entire, um, Dragon Ball, um, oh my God. pretty much okay. <laughs> wow. a lot of, um, a lot of episodes, uh, it's literally yeah. like a couple of months to get through all of it, but, um, it's a, it's a really great show. Um, I hadn't watched it since I was a little kid. Um, and started watching it again, and I was like, wow, like, there's a lot of stuff I missed when I was watching it as a kid. Um, but now I can actually, like, really, like, fully appreciate it, because it's actually, like, a really great show. Definitely. I don't know if you guys, any of you guys ever saw it, but if not, I highly recommend it. I've seen a couple episodes, but now that you bring it up, I probably should start it up, honestly. Yeah. You got nothing yeah, else definitely. going on, Glory. Hmm? Got nothing else to do. Ouch. Might as well. 
Listen, it's the <laughs> truth. Well. Nobody has anything to do right now. Yeah, yeah. that's true. No one's got anywhere to go. Might yeah. as well binge something on Netflix or something. You exactly. Stop exactly. watching The Office for the 50th time in a row. Worth <laughs> 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 it. I don't watching know. shows. It's so sad. <laughs> that's another show I gotta watch from start to finish that I've only really seen a few episodes of. Oh my um, god, yeah. It, that, that'll probably be one of the next ones, I think. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? We're getting off topic, but like, have you seen that? <laughs> yeah, I've seen a few episodes of that one, too. Um, oh my god. That's another show that I gotta watch from start to finish, though. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. The first episode is, um, it's, it's entertaining so oh, i definitely recommend it i definitely want to check that out i'm curious yeah. to see <laughs> what if that whole episode was oh yeah <laughs> i think we've touched on this like just a little bit uh what artists would you say are your biggest inspirations um hmm. in terms of influences yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay um I would say there are a couple of bands that I really, really love that are that are smaller, um, that were really popular like in the 2000s, like Acceptance and Spitalfield, that mm -hmm. not a lot of people have heard of, but they're really, really great um, and have a lot of really great material. Um, I think a really big, a couple of really big ones would be um, Jimmy World, the Foo Ooh. Fighters. Definitely mm -hmm. Avril Lavigne. Um, I get a lot of, uh, we get a lot of comparisons to Avril Lavigne. So, because um, we did cover her once or twice in the past, which uh, <laughs> always fun to cover okay. an Avril song, but those are probably the big ones. There's a whole lot of other smaller ones um, that were definitely influenced a lot by too. Um, but, but yeah, I would say those are the big ones. Cool. Very cool. I I really want to ask this, because you're a female-fronted band. Does it get annoying to be compared to Paramore or Avril Lavigne? It does and it doesn't, because I can definitely see why people are making those comparisons, because we do, we are influenced by both of those. Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, I do wish, like, we would get compared to, like, a band like maybe Taking Back Sunday or oh. another band that's kind of in that same pocket, but not necessarily female fronted. Okay. Um, there are different influences that we mix in with those influences. So I do kind of wish that people would see those other influences as well, but I definitely understand where the comparisons are coming from at least. So it doesn't bother me too much, but I can definitely see where how it would bother a band that literally sounds nothing like like Paramore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. I try to stay away from making those comparisons like as a whole, unless it sounds very specifically like a certain band. Just yeah, like to avoid any problems. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, what was your first concert that you attended? Um, this is going way back when, when, um, I was into very different music and more like poppy kind of music, but I remember going to a Taylor Swift concert when I was really young with my friends. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> one of the first ones I went to. All right. That's so cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Like, I don't listen to her, but what era did you see her in? Because at least I know that. Like, 
Um, I think it was at Prudential Center, if I remember correctly, um, in New York. Oh, wait, era. Like, um, album era. era. Um, I think it was in the Speak Now era. Ooh, okay. If I remember Ooh. correctly, it was like, yeah, I think it was that era, if I remember correctly. It was either, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it was Speak Now. All right. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of concerts or shows, if you could go to any show, past or present, literally any show, which show would you go to and why? Um, I would, I don't know if, if there's a particular, like, just one show that I would go see. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely want to see, like, either, like, maybe Avril or Paramore, like, when they were, like, like way back when, like, when they were in the early parts of their career. Yeah. Um, because I actually never saw Avril when she was, like, first starting out, because I didn't really have, like, any friends who were really interested in, in seeing her. So I was, like, so I never really had anyone to go with to see her, but... I would definitely want to see her when she was like way younger and, and in like her first or second album cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, same with Paramore because I never saw them when they first started out either. Um, and I, I feel like that's definitely something I would have liked to see. Yeah. yeah. Valid. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, just a second. For some reason, my phone closed, but, uh, uh, what, okay, so what would you say is your dream venue to play in? Um, hmm. I've seen a lot of pictures of, like, the Red Rocks Amphitheater. Mm. I feel like that would be a really cool venue to play one day. Um, although it's a huge pipe dream. (laughs) Um. (laughs) But other than that, I would love to play, like, a larger venue. Like, I remember seeing a couple shows up in Boston when I used to live there at House of Blues up there. Okay. I would love to play that as well. I feel like that would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of venues that I would love to play, but those two, I think, really stand out. All right. All right. Uh, so we do this thing. We get a question from the last band we interviewed. Uh, so this question comes from Breaking Even. Uh, what is the favorite brand of instrument that you play? Like what, what is, is the sorry? Uh, favorite brand of instrument oh, that you uh, use? I play. Uh, I love my Fender Jaguar. Um, I used to be all about Gibson guitars um, because they have like a really thick, meaty sound. Uh, mm-hmm. which great for the kind of music we do um but then once i started getting into the more um full-on band stuff versus the solo stuff i decided i needed something that's more comfortable to play live and gibsons aren't exactly comfort comfortable to play live because they're very heavy um so then i kind of moved on to moved on to fender um and i found uh one that really suits uh what we do um, because it has humbuckers, so it still has a pretty meaty sound. So mm-hmm. I would say Fender because, like, they're very, very comfortable to play. But you, mm-hmm. there's 
such a wide variety of sounds that that they make instruments for that they make guitars for um so yeah because you could pretty much find a fender guitar for for most styles of music uh that you would want to do i feel like unless it's like super heavy like kind of uh, unless it's a super heavy like metal kind of kind of band i don't think they would have anything for that but i do recommend fender all right okay very cool this podcast episode was sponsored by fender i wish (laughs) listening i'd love to be sponsored by you but (laughs) reach out to her do it do it (laughs) so where do you see your music career in five years I can say where I hope it's going to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah where I really, do you hope to see it? I really hope, like, in the next, like, couple years or so, within the next couple album cycles, to really start just see Wave Break gaining traction and get to the point where we can um, do some, like, bigger support tours uh, with other bands, um, maybe, ha- maybe have a record label, uh, a record mm-hmm. deal, we'll see. Um, but I would love to be like at the point where it's actually becoming like a legitimate career. Yeah. Um, because, uh, that's kind of what we're, we're trying to do with it. Um, uh, which was our, our, pretty much our goal with doing wave break. So in the next few years, would love to like, see it really pick up and be at a point where we can make it a career and make it work financially at the very least. Um, we don't necessarily need it to get to the point where like, we're like huge, like world famous or anything, but like just to the point where we can make it a career and be self-sustaining. I think if we can get five years, I feel like that would be, um, that would be a dream come true. Yeah. I wish you guys the best of luck. Yeah. But being world famous wouldn't be, wouldn't be horrible though. Oh no. Like, Like, yeah. Point, like I would not complain at all. I would be very happy <laughs> with what happened. But I mean, if we could at least get to the point where it's you know where it's sustainable and we can keep doing it and it, and it works out financially, I think I think that would be I would be very happy with that at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we like to ask this question. It's it's a little bit, it's a little morbid, but you no, know, it's fine. <laughs> so if you were on death row what would your last meal be and why <laughs> with a uh, drink yes with a drink and the drink that makes it a little more difficult i can say without hesitation <laughs> that my last meal would be sushi like we were kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. but a drink i don't know i mean if it's my last meal, I feel like I might as well get wasted, right? And get, like, yes. a full-on, like, big-ass margarita or something. Exactly. Go okay. for it. Yeah. Live it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> only live once. If I'm about to die, I might as well, you know. Exactly. One last time. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? A fictional world? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably the Harry Potter universe. Ooh, okay. That's probably one of my favorite, like, series growing up as a kid. Um, but yeah, like, I always like, I always like imagine like being in Hogwarts and like learning all the spells and shit, and mm-hmm. 
You know, like that would be so much fun. But what if though you go to this fictional world, but you're a muggle? <laughs> oh, oh, that, that, that's no fun being a muggle and in, in Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, you never know though. It's <laughs> yeah, or you're born in like a Death Eater family, and you have like a. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what what what's his name? Um, the Draco. It happened to Draco. Anything can happen. <laughs> like. They're not Death Eaters. <laughs> yes, they are. Death Eaters are a different thing. Wait. No, yeah. they're, de they're Death Eaters. No, yeah, they're Death Eaters. Aren't Death Eaters like the things that you have to have a Patronus and then if you use the Patronus, they'll go away? No. That's no, a, Death, um... Are, um, Death Eaters are Voldemort's um, supporters, I guess. His, his followers. Yeah. yeah. I, okay. Yeah. 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 Now I get it. Anyway. <laughs> Wait. Okay, but you're okay. Listen, though, if you were bo if I was born in a Death Eater family, I'd be fine with it. Okay. Oh my god. Why would you be fine with that? Because she's because she's quirky. That's why. They teleport. <laughs> they teleport everywhere, and they can like fly. Wow. Yeah, but everybody can fly. Like not oh, everybody. Not like, everybody good at it. Yeah. Okay. Rest yeah. my case. <laughs> <laughs> and I have power. Okay, that's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you're in the middle of Harry the Harry Potter world and Voldemort's coming back, I feel like not being part of Voldemort's uh Death Eaters would be pretty scary. Yeah. You're like in grave danger. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just a little, just a little danger. But then you're also in danger as a Death Eater because if you don't do what Voldemort wants you to do, then you get killed. But yeah, be a muggle. <laughs> Go to Azkaban, something like that. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so simple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that might be the way to go. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> commit a, just commit many crimes. Yeah. Sounds but like a plan. What Furious did, where they were about to take out his soul um, with, uh, what's it called? I'm having a brain block and can't remember the creatures that's that. that oh, thing. yeah, yeah. But yeah. Squirrel, Dementors. Dementors. Dementors, that's what they were. That's what they're talking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there we go, cool. I, I, I was looking for it this entire time. Anyways, moving <laughs> on from Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> So I have the honor of asking the last question, which I'm pretty sure we all think is the most important question of them all. Without a doubt. What is your favorite color? My favorite color? Um, yeah. Well, right now, I mean, anyone who's who has been following Waverick from the beginning might know it's might know it's red because all of our branding <laughs> is red right now. But um, okay. but yeah, right now it's right now it's red. My hair was red until it started fading recently because um, oh. I haven't been keeping up with dyeing it. Um, but, uh, right now it's red. Um, I also like black. Okay. Um, and, like, purplish, orangish kind of colors. Okay. More warm tone kind of colors. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. Cool. Well, that's all the <laughs> questions we have. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's all the questions <laughs> we have. Is there anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah. Uh, we just put out a new single, like, two months ago called Out of Breath. Um, anyone who's listening, definitely, you know, check it out. 
Um, if you love it, let us know what you think and, and share it with somebody. And um, hopefully sometime soon, especially once the once the coronavirus is done, we'll have some more new music out. But in the meantime, check out Out of Breath. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on the show. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. This has been fun. It was fun talking to you. Yeah, it was. Um, so this Great. is... Okay. Uh, so this <laughs> has been Wave Break. Uh, and uh, we're the Good Noise Podcast. 